Welcome to the Soul First Podcast with your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and conduit for spirit. My mission is to help you see and experience your life from a soul first perspective, where you lead with your heart, your soul, and your divine gifts. We are here in this lifetime, living a beautifully human experience. And even with its challenges and lessons, our lives are nothing less than extraordinary. Let's change our worlds together, bringing darkness to light, healing to the world, and love into the hearts of many. So take a breath, open your heart, and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul First Podcast. As always, it is such uh, such an honor to be tuning in with you here today. It has been a big and beautiful day over here. I spent the day doing interviews for the upcoming Sovereign Woman Summit, which will go live from the 1st until the 21st of December. It is a free summit that I'm putting on for you with 21 incredible women who are all coming together to share their wisdom and their gifts so that you can receive the lessons and wisdom and support and gifts and everything that you need to support yourself moving forward in a very sovereign and empowered way. So each of these days that I get to do interviews, it is amazing. The energy is beautiful. And I've also done a lot of talking. (laughs) So if I stumble over words, I'm okay with that because it's life and it's part of being human. Um, and my, I feel like my tongue is a little bit tired, which is funny because when I was a young girl, I remember my bopchi, which is my grandmother always saying, does your mouth ever get tired? (laughs) Because I would, talk and talk and talk. And I guess it's a good thing that I am a podcast host now, so I can do just that. (laughs) So for today's episode, something that I really want to speak into is looking at the, essentially the breadcrumbs of, of clues that spirit leaves us and places in our path so that we can make the most aligned choices so that we can find the things that align with us so that we can be living more on purpose in our soul mission um, so that we make the changes in our life that are in the highest alignment with spirit and kind of the journey of recognizing when things are coming up um, both looking at it from the past and then also beginning to to see these patterns or these breadcrumbs coming up as they're happening. But before I dive into that, um, I felt really guided to pull a couple of Oracle cards and it's from my Sacred Traveler deck. And two cards decided to come out today and I, I feel like they're so fitting. One is the card of solitude, which at the very bottom of the card, it says, in silence, peace prevails. And the second card is view from above. And it's about getting the big, the big picture. Now, something that I think is so beautiful about these two cards and, and the messages that came through is that as we walk this journey, although we are not alone and we beautifully get to lean on community, there are many times when we do have to walk alone 
the work that we have to do is by ourselves. The messages that we receive is by ourselves for ourselves. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing because we can ask for support. We can lean on our community. We can lean on our sisters and brothers and spirit and feel connected to others. But we also get to go inside and relish in the beauty of being in solitude. And, you know, I remember this was prior to my own spiritual awakening. I did not feel comfortable whatsoever being by myself. And now I relish in it. But, you know, I have very vivid memories. So I, I used to be in the military, if uh, you don't already know that. Um, and I would have to travel for work. And I'd often be flying alone, um, sometimes with others, but uh, a lot of the time alone. And I used to be so uncomfortable sitting in an airport by myself, having a meal by myself, because I needed to nourish my body as anyone does. And it felt like everyone was going to judge me for being all by myself. And I was so uncomfortable. Like I actually remember phoning a friend at one point and crying because I was alone in an airport. And looking back, what I see is this deep inability, inability to sit with myself and be okay with just being me without having to have a security blanket um, of another person around me. And me learning to sit with myself has been such a beautiful gift because I have had to spend so much time alone. There were also times when I didn't have the capacity to be around other people. And all of this taught me to embrace me on all of my levels. And, and solitude is truly, it is truly a gift Yes, there is a shadow side to it when you isolate yourself, like I also did for a long time. But when we can find the gift in solitude instead of the shadows of it, and when we can move out of those victim patterns into a place of empowerment, it is a really beautiful thing to experience. And it is nourishing and and it helps you to recharge now, the other card that came up was, like I said, the view from above, which is about getting the big, the big picture. And this also beautifully aligns with today's episode, because when, you know, as we go through this journey of spirit, when we start looking back or even being able to step into an observer role, we get to essentially view the big picture of what is going on. And having that ability to view that big picture really allows us to take a step back and look at the lessons that we were being presented with, the gifts that we are being presented with, all of the, the essentially the silver linings or blessings that happened in the midst of all of that hardship or chaos. And by being able to view the big picture, we get to take ourselves out of the, the mess of the emotions and the belief systems so that 
we can see, okay, what does, what actually serves me? What actually helps me heal? What actually helps me move forward? And what is of spirit here? So there's actually a beautiful quote that um, I will read to you. And this came to me directly from the Akashic records and it is about healing. And the, the message is there is separation between self and experience in that separation is God's light in here and healing. So I'll read that one more time. There is separation between self and experience. In that separation is God's light and healing. So when I feel into that and when I receive that message, what it showed me, and this is where the big picture perfectly comes in, is that who you are is different from your experiences. You are not your experiences. So anything that has happened in your life, it that is not your identity. You know, I, I was in the military, got injured, went through a lot of, of shit. <laughs> and I used to think that was my identity. And it I had a very significant, essentially, identity crisis when I lost my military career. And I used to also very deeply identify with the experiences that I went through. So the harassment, depression, uh, the chronic pain, um, you know, all of the hardship. That was that was my identity. It was the story that I took on. And while these things did happen, they are not who I, who I am. I am a soul who had those experiences in order to support me, in order to guide me onto a different path, but I am not those experiences. I'm not claiming them as mine or who I am. And yet, so often, if you actually listen to people and if you listen to yourself, if you were to tell your story, you will often notice that you're really claiming these things. Are you claiming the physical conditions in your body? Are you claiming the hardships in your life? Are you claiming your struggles as just part of who you are? The more that we claim and take on, the more that we limit ourselves. You know, the, the truth of things is that we are a soul that has come to live a human experience. Now, there are traits that are just part of our soul makeup, our soul blueprint. For me... I will always be in a role of teacher, guide, and healer. However, the identities and the stories surrounding those soul roles have changed over the years, and they will continue to change. The, the labels around things really don't matter. 
So for example, when I was a child, I, uh, I used to always help everyone. I would, I mean, most of my, most of my friends were elderly, elderly people. Um, I was, can you tell I'm an old soul? Um, but most of my friends were elderly people. If I did have any friends, my own age, um, I would always be in that caregiver role, uh, that supportive role. If somebody got hurt, I'd run and get them band-aids and I'd patch them all up and take care of them. That, that was the healer role. You know, when I was in the cadet program, I very much took on that teacher role. Um, I was even asked to teach, like I was in, I was in the Naval cadets and I was even asked to teach ground school to air cadets because they saw me teach and I was a great teacher and they needed that. Um, it's not something that I could have taken on at that time. But the fact is that I had a beautiful ability to teach others. People have always come to me for advice. I've always been the this little beacon that helps people see things differently. Now, those roles have looked very different over time. They look different when I was a child. They look different when I was in the cadet program. They look different when I was in the military. Um, you know, I even was going to go to university to become a music teacher. Uh, and beautifully, I was kind of guided off that path um, through some hard lessons. But I've come back into today where I am a life coach. I am a healer. You know, I teach. I guide people. I shift perspectives. I help people heal. And even, even if this current role that I'm doing changes as in like, maybe I won't consider myself a life coach in 10 years, probably not going to happen, but I don't know. I don't know, but I'm always going to be in this soul role. But my soul role is different from me identifying with all of my experiences, but all of my experiences beautifully blend into my soul role. So there's a, there's a distinction there. There is a separation there. And, you know, the other thing with, with this quote that came through from the, from the Akashics is that in that, in that separation between self and experience is God's light and healing. Now, God, spirit creator, in this case, they use the word God, they use it interchangeably with me. Um, now that separation is where that, that light and healing is. So beautifully, when we step back and look at the big picture, when we take who we are as a, as a soul in this lifetime out of the labels that we put on ourselves, we get to then receive the gifts and heal from the experiences that we've had. So, I mean, in the military, I went through absolute hell, <laughs> absolute hell. And I used to very much identify with all of the harassment and the hardship. Um, and I, I took it on. It became my identity, you know, being someone with depression, being someone in constant pain. Those were things that I took on as my identity for quite a while. But when I started being able to step back and see that I don't have to claim that, I got to then beautifully start healing, start letting go of the attachment to those things. 
And so often we hold on to these attachments because we are afraid of repeating patterns. Now that seems like logical in some ways, but also very illogical in others. So we will hold on to the the judgments, the beliefs, the identity of being someone who's been through hardship so that we can essentially protect ourselves from more hardship. So if you've ever held a grudge or you you're like, I could never forgive that person for doing this, what you are in fact doing by holding on to that energy is asking for more of that energy to come into your life. Now we get to beautifully take a step back and look at why something happened because everything in our life, no matter how painful or how beautiful or how hard or how easy it was, absolutely everything happens for us, not to us. And understanding that really allows us to take our power back because when something happens to us, we give our power away because when something happens to us, we stay in victimhood. I was powerless. There was no reason for this. It was senseless. It was, it was all of these things that happened to us, but when it happens for us, that automatically shows us that there is a lesson or a gift in it. And I can guarantee you absolutely everything that happens in our life, there are lessons in. There is not one experience that you've had there isn't a lesson in. Not one. Everything has lessons and gifts within it. It is our responsibility to choose to see those lessons and those gifts. So everything happens to, sorry, (laughs) everything happens for us, not to us. And we get to, like I said, take a step back, look at the big picture, have that separation between who we are and the experiences that have happened. Because we are not those experiences. Those experiences in form us, they do support us, they do shape us, but they are not us. We are a soul first and foremost. The experiences we have support us along our journey. Now, being able to find the gifts and things that happened is a skill. And it is a skill that everyone can work on and is entitled to and has. Some people are naturally very good at this. Other people have to work at it. I was one of those people who had to deeply work at it because I lived many, many, many years in victim mode. My life was miserable. It was terrible. It was hard. I was unloved. I was unsupported. Bad things were always happening to me. I couldn't get ahead. And you can see that as I say these things, I am taking 
those beliefs on. I'm taking that energy on. But none of that was true. Now, our souls beautifully call for experiences to help us learn. And before we incarnate into this lifetime, we agree to learn certain lessons. We even agree to have sometimes very specific experiences. Other times it's a little bit more ambiguous, but those experiences will still come. Now, again, we get to receive the gifts and lessons of those things. You know, everything in the military, for as horrible as it was, it gifted me a lot. The biggest gift is it brought me onto the path that I am on today. And looking back, I can see all of those little breadcrumbs that spirit left for me to show me how to live differently, how to be different, who I'm, who I'm meant to be and step into as a soul. Had I not had those experiences, all of them, I wouldn't be able to support you in the way that I am today. I wouldn't have the knowledge that I have today. I wouldn't have the awareness that I have today. So even though I look back and, you know, 2016, that's what, five, five, six years ago, I even though I wanted to end my life every day, I chose to live and I followed the breadcrumbs that spirit gave me. Now, looking at my life as an example. So like I said, I've always been in a soul role of being a healer, a teacher, and a guide. Again, those looked very different depending on what phase of my life I was in. So I have always been in those roles, but again, they looked very different. Now, when I look at the breadcrumbs that essentially spirit has left for me, you know, spirit guided me into the cadet program, which guided me into the military. Now, the cadet program gave me a beautiful sense of safety. And even though it was not necessarily me and myself, my true self, it was a shadow of me and my true self, I found a deep sense of self that I needed during those years to support me. Because I was very sensitive. I was a very shy you know, I was bullied all the time and I didn't have any confidence in so many things, but I beautifully received that from the cadet program. I learned how to speak. I learned how to really develop my teaching skills. Most of my teaching skills, actually I'd say, yeah, I'll, I'll say most, probably like 90% of my teaching skills came from the cadet program. I learned the methods but then that mixed with my soul role as a teacher so that I could be very effective, so I could be very supportive. 
that was a breadcrumb because I knew teaching was something that I was very good at and I loved doing. I have a beautiful ability to break things down to an understandable level. Not everybody has that because not everybody is meant to walk that path, but I was. So these were little breadcrumbs or, or seeds being planted along the way. I was also, I've always been that person where I could get on a bus or I could be walking down the street and somebody will zone in on me and they will tell me their life story. It actually happened this past weekend when I went for brunch with a friend. Uh, we were walking down the street and I there was a man on the sidewalk and he smiled. We said, hello. I said, that's a very sharp jacket. And then he, prece he proceeded to tell us his life story. And it was a it was a very interesting interaction. And I beautifully set boundaries and and kind of sent him on his way. But that's part of that's part of my soul's journey in essence is people feel safe to open up to me. And sometimes it's appropriate and sometimes it's not. <laughs> so that has happened to me ever since I was young. And I, I have this vivid memory of riding the bus and I was, I was probably around 14, 13 ish. And I was, um, I was going to tutoring because I was failing horribly at math. And ironically, because my teacher didn't teach, she just stopped teaching us. <laughs> Super cool. Um, but I was sitting on the bus, uh, coming home with my mom from tutoring and this, this old man just told me his whole life story, his whole life story. And all of these things, again, beautifully plant seeds and teach me to hold space in the way that I do. Teach me to be open. Also teach me boundaries because I used to just be fully open and let everybody, everybody do that because I never knew how to say no or how to close off a conversation. Now I can beautifully do that, but these are all little gifts that you can see are being planted along the way because of that energy as well. I would have people confide in me and especially again in the cadet program, I was a mentor. I was a guide. I was a leader, which are all skills that I learned there, but are also very innate to my nature. And I would have people come other, other people in the cadet program and share things with me where they were needing support or something happened to them. And within my scope of knowledge at the time, I would guide and support them as best I could. And if I didn't know how to do something, I would try to give them resources. But I was in that position of being that safe space. So again, you can see based on what I'm doing now, based on my soul roles, how spirit is planting these little breadcrumbs. Now, I furthered my career into the military after the cadet program, and I knew that I wanted to join to help people to make a difference. Again, reinforcing these soul roles, but the identity or the, the labels attached to what I'm doing get to change. Now, I also knew, and I was aware of this back then, 
I also knew that I was not meant to be in the military forever. It was not, it's not a long-term career for me. I didn't know when it was supposed to end. I was kind of determined to hang on to it as long as possible. Now, what ended up happening is spirit was getting more insistent with the signs it was giving me. So first I had actually gotten into university after a couple of, a couple of years of university. And then I reapplied and got accepted to music. And I was going to take music education to become a music teacher. You can see that role coming through again, another breadcrumb. However, it was not the right path for me. So I had other experiences in my life that caused me to drop out of that program basically a month in because I could I couldn't do the time commitment and I had other financial commitments. So spirit was beautifully leading me away from being a music teacher. It's not that being a music teacher was wrong, it just wasn't the place that I needed to be. But it planted yet another seed or breadcrumb for me along my path. And as you start looking at this pattern, as I'm sharing it with you, you can slowly see how spirit is getting me closer and closer and closer into alignment with who I am supposed to be and what I am supposed to be doing. As closely into alignment with my soul roles, my soul mission as possible. So I knew that I wasn't supposed to be in the military forever. I was going to go down that teaching route. Spirit guided me in a different direction. And yet, and then it gave me kind of other little signs here and there, nothing super significant. But basically signs that I needed to change, that I wasn't meant to stay in this role in the military. But I ignored it. So spirit got more insistent. And this is what happens when something is something is meant for you or if you're meant to heal something or you're meant to receive a lesson or you're meant to do something spirit is going to get more and more insistent now spirit starts as whispers so you can see looking back my childhood those were little seeds those were little breadcrumbs little whispers that were in my ear that were in my heart that were guiding me giving me the skills that i needed to move forward now with the with the military and how my career ended after i was injured i experienced a lot of harassment um i experienced ugh, mass amounts of depression of chronic pain my body literally gave up so i had already had a, a different injury pre like prior earlier in the year before my my kind of major injury took me out and that was a sign for me to change what I'm doing but I ignored it and I didn't I can't even really say I ignored it because on one hand yes I did but also I didn't have the awareness of how to look at these things yet and that that's normal it's it's normal for us to not have the awareness to fully look at these different experiences that we can have. But I had already gotten some little um, 
little smacks up the, upside the head to uh, to kind of change. Like Spirit was getting more insistent, and I kind of I kind of know that I was supposed to change, but again, I didn't have that full awareness to understand what it meant or where it was supposed to go. <laughs> And I had no trust. I had no trust in spirit back then because I I wasn't connected. Even though, so I grew up religious and I never actually felt aligned with religion. It, very, it felt very constricted to me, um, but I felt spirit. And where I felt God's source spirit was typically in nature. And that's, that's really where I feel it the most now as well. Um, like if I really need to ground or like cleanse, I just go outside because that is, that is spirit. But my relationship with spirit is obviously very different and very developed now, but I didn't have that back then. So I kind of knew things, but I really didn't. And I can't blame myself for not knowing things, which is something that a lot of us get stuck in is, oh, I should have known better. Well, you didn't know. So why are you beating yourself up for this? So Spirit beautifully set me up with, with some significant experiences in my entire life, even from childhood, that would allow me to more deeply understand people and wounds and traumas and how important it is to move through things like identity, to move through things like labels, to move through things like dis-ease or disease to move through things like pain, um, to move through victimhood, all of these different things. Now, I know that there could have been some easier paths for me, but I didn't take them. My soul decided to go the hardest way, and that is beautiful. It's beautiful. I can look back at all of the really devastating times in my life and feel peace in them because I get to receive those gifts and lessons. So, you know, after my injury, I was guided into, I ended up, so I decided to be a beach body coach in that time. And I was still in the military, but um, I was also doing other, other work elsewhere because they canceled contracts, things like that. Um, now I decided at some point to be a beach body coach and what led me on this path, and this is, you'll kind of continue to see this progression here. So because I was injured and I wasn't getting the support from the military I needed, I decided to start learning about health and fitness. And I found a beach body program and I downloaded it illegally. And then I was able to join a, um, a, uh, a challenge group that they had. And I started doing this program and learning about nutrition and moving my body, which is something that I'd never done because even though I was in the military, they teach you absolutely nothing about nutrition or healthcare, or like anything. Um, they basically teach you to run yourself into the ground, which eventually taught me boundaries. <laughs> um, and so I, I had, I joined as a beach body coach and because it's an MLM structure um, and like network marketing structure, they very much talk about personal development. I had never picked up a personal development book in my life. And I re even remember seeing an ex of mine 
read personal development books. And I was like, that is boring. Why would anybody read that? But I wasn't in that headspace at that time. Now, beautifully moving forward, I started learning about personal development because I joined this beach body program because I was injured. Now I ended up signing up as a coach because I loved the idea of helping people and supporting people. And you can see how these roles are all intermingling and all of these little seeds are being planted. Now, fast forward a little bit, I have my surgery and I still really want to be, uh, at that point, a beach body coach, but something wasn't feeling aligned. And that's because it wasn't fully aligned for me. What was aligned though, was sparking that desire in me to help people and to think about coaching. Now, after my surgery, that's when my body fully flared up and I, uh, there were many days I couldn't get out of bed because the chronic pain was so massive. Um, depression was so bad. It was devastating, but because I had already been in the beach body program, there was somebody ran a challenge group that ended up being in the month of May. It was called may you love yourself spiritually and something in me, which was a, a call from spirit was like, yes. just reach out, just see if you can be part of this, learn these things. So I reached out. And even though I couldn't at that point do any of the physical, I could focus on the nutrition, um, which I tried to, but kind of failed that at that time for other reasons. Um, but I, I got to learn about spirituality. I got to learn about angels and Oracle cards and crystals and intuition and chakras. And I can't even remember self-love was a big thing. And I, I started learning these things because of this group. And I'm, I'm always so in awe of how spirit guides us and the things that spirit puts in our path so that we can learn and grow and shift and change along our soul evolution. Because before this, I had never, I had never thought about spirituality in that way. The only way that I'd ever thought about it was through a religious view. And even that, like, it didn't sit with me. But there was nothing in my realm outside that. I never would have looked it up on my own. But spirit put Beachbody in my path, put the coaching in my path, and put this in my path so that I could be part of this. And from there, it beautifully sparked me going on my spiritual awakening. I read book after book. I spent hours upon hours upon hours listening to Abraham Hicks, which is still a significant tool that I give to my clients. Because if you are stuck in victim mindset, the best thing that you can do for yourself is listen to something that takes you out of that. So every time I started going down a victim spiral, I would put on Abraham Hicks and I'd listen to positive things. and I'd learn about the law of attraction and I would use different language. And it slowly shifted my mindset. It shifted my baseline, which I needed. And then learning and reading all of these books and listening to podcasts, it shifted my baseline so that rather than being in victimhood, I started coming into empowerment. And then as my journey continued, I ended up signing up for Gaia online, 
um, which is an online streaming service, really fun and amazing, by the way. And then I think I watched the Motion Code documentary, which is the first experience I ever had with energy healing. And I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. And then I found a local healer that uh, because of a crystal shop and I had my first energy healing session and that blew my mind, my neck pain that I had had for 20 years, not joking, 20 years left after a couple of days. It eventually came back for different reasons because there was other emotions tied to it. The fact that it left, the fact that I had such a profound healing experience, uh, it was amazing. And I knew that I wanted to do that. And kind of through that time, I'd also been introduced to other groups or other like challenges. And I figured out that I didn't want to be a beach body coach, but I wanted to coach in spirituality. Didn't know what it was going to look like, had no idea, but it was slowly, all of these things were slowly bringing me closer to my soul purpose. And then from there, that's where I, you know, I was releasing from the military and they supported me in retraining. So I took my coaching certification and then I went and I took all of my healing courses and I kept learning and learning and learning and gaining all this wisdom and knowledge so that I could then teach it so that I could then support people in their healing, in their journeys. And spirit is just incredible in the way that it weaves these things together. Because if you look at it from a logical perspective, what are the chances that all of these different things came up at the perfect time to push me and guide me into the direction that I am now living in, to the place that I'm at now, to the soul evolution that I'm at now. And now when things come up, I can beautifully recognize when something is a a breadcrumb or a seed that's been planted and when I can beautifully take action on it. So rather than being forced into action, which happens when we are unaware of things, I beautifully get to receive it and take action from an empowered place and from a place of, of willingness. And something that, um, my mentor always says is that the pain will push you until the passion and purpose pulls you. And that's what was happening is back then spirit was having to plant all of these seeds and a lot of them were in pain so that I could move forward and move along and change my life. And now the passion, the purpose pulls me forward. I'm not having to be pushed by pain anymore. I still do experience tough lessons sometimes and that's okay. We all will, we all do. We cannot avoid tough lessons, but how we respond to them drastically changes once we build this awareness. Now, looking at the gifts of all of this is so important. If I had chosen to not look at the gifts and it, and this did not happen overnight, This did not happen overnight. But if I had not chosen to look at the gifts of all of these things, I would still be stuck there. You know, honestly, I don't even know if I'd be alive right now. 
if I am, or if I was, I would probably be miserable. But I chose to act, even though for most of it, I was very unconscious. I chose to act on these little things that spirit was guiding me to. Like that, that first challenge group, the may you love yourself spiritually. I didn't have to take action on that. Spirit put it into my path, but I didn't have to take action on it. But I did. And then I could have chosen not to learn anything, but I did learn. And then I chose to get the books. And then I chose to keep moving forward. And I chose to learn how to heal myself, to understand my shadows, to understand my light, to start beginning to accept my gifts and my brilliance, to really dive into how I can help people. There are so many little nuances and I'm so grateful for all of the hardship that I went through because I learned so much. And it again, it put me on this path. But if I refuse to accept the gifts of that, I would be stuck in victimhood. I would be stuck in this energy of life being terrible, of me having no power, but I beautifully do have power. I am beautifully one with spirit just as you are. So I, I encourage you to look back and see what breadcrumbs, what little seeds were planted from spirit along your life. All of those challenges you had what did they gift to you? What did they teach you to be? What did they teach you not to be? What direction that did they guide you to? Did they teach you to set boundaries? Did they teach you to stand up for yourself? There are so many things that we beautifully learn in all of these experiences. And then looking at the now, are you actively looking for and being open to receiving what spirit has for you you know i i, I recently experienced mold in my home and what's interesting and again these are these connections these these seeds or these breadcrumbs that spirit plants so at the same time, I was experiencing mold in my home. Someone else I know was also experiencing mold in her home. Now, we've been following each other on Instagram for probably at least a year. Um, we were both in the freedom community. We've both been to rallies, spoken at like I've spoken at rallies. We've talked to each other. But other than that, we are not really involved in each other's lives. And we happen to be dealing with mold at the same time. Now, she is in network marketing, direct sales, not MLM, but with this beautiful company that I love their, their product. And um, I just, I really align with it. I eventually wanted to purchase that product, but it just, I, I just didn't uh, 
didn't pursue it or anything like that at the time, but I've known about it for at least a year. Now she was in this, she's been in this company now for 19 months. And we've, like I said, we've been following each other for about a year, maybe a little bit more, more at this point for sure. And we were dealing with mold at the same time. Now I also watched her stories and she had had just had a $90,000 month. Now I know where she started. I know where, where she's at and the amount of effort and everything that she's put in and beautifully us experiencing mold at the same time planted a seed for me. And I was like, she was getting somebody to remediate her own mold. Whereas my partner and I decided to do it ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but we chose at that point to spend like $500 remediating and some time remediating the mold ourselves instead of paying like upwards of 5,000 at least to have somebody come in and do it. That was our path and our choice. Now, what got me though, is that I was sitting on a particularly stressful day and I was letting myself just spiral into victimhood of why did I do this? This was so hard. This is terrible. My body's feeling this and blah, 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 blah. The, the cycle of, of negative self-talk was, was going on. And I stopped myself and this, this just aha moment came in that she's not having these conversations with herself. Not at all. Now, even though I'm doing very well in business, I am not earning $90,000 months at this point. So I still have choices to make. Now, that said, I may, I don't know what my potential is, but the fact that she had just had a $90,000 month and I was sitting and we're dealing with the same thing, but she was making very different choices. Her mindset was very different. It just clicked in me that if I was doing something different, my choices would be different. Now I have chosen to also add on this net, this network marketing, direct sales as part of my business because I believe in the products. If I don't believe in the products, it just would not work. It's part of also why I was not successful with Beachbody because I couldn't justify spending almost $175 a month on a protein powder. Just some people might, and that's beautiful. I couldn't justify it. So if I'm not fully aligned with something it is, it is just a no, like I could, I could put my heart into it and try, but I'm like, I actually can't put my heart into it because I'm not fully aligned with it. But this is something that I'm fully aligned with. And I really sat with it and not getting swept up in the potentials or anything like that, but just the the ethos and the belief and everything behind this company and product. I was like, okay, spirit is showing me something here. I had this mold experience at the same time that she was having this mold experience to show me that there is another option. There's another path here that I can take. Now, the beautiful thing for me is that on top of me being aligned with the product, um, and on top of me being aligned with the values of the company and um, 
the ability to provide a business opportunity for somebody that wants it is that the way that they do this is through high ticket sales and it, you can, and it's all through automated online. So I'm not, although I'm adding work for myself, I'm not adding a lot of work for myself. If that makes, if that makes sense. And there's a few things that I was thinking of on top of me understanding that if I had this coming in, even a fraction of that coming in, I would be making very different choices. My energy would be in a very different place. I would not be having the, even the lack beliefs that I noticed come up during this mold thing come up because it just, it would be a very different energy. So the other thing though, is that I was now looking at the future so I wasn't getting swept up in these things, but I was receiving this seed that spirit had that spirit had shown me, planted for me. And I was looking at it from all angles. Now, I'm in the place where we are looking to start our family. And I know that when I birth a babe into this world, I am going to need to take some time. I will have to take some some steps back from coaching, even if it's for a month, even if it's for a couple of months. Now I beautifully have the flexibility to work from home. I have a beautiful support system and there's, there's things that are coming into my life so that I can have more of that harmony between life and work when I have children. And I very much set myself up even now, even before I was busy, um, to have a beautiful work-life harmony where I'm building my business around my life, not my life around my business. Big difference between the two. But moving forward, I know that there would be times when I would have to take some steps back because I just wouldn't be able to do it all. And I would need the time to integrate into the transitions of motherhood and all of these things. Now, the fact that I can build this business alongside my coaching business and it beautifully aligns with everything, but it also provides me the ability to build something that is automated that I don't have to always be present for. Because even with coaching, I have to be present. I can't support my coaching clients or my healing clients if I'm not there. So I'm trading time for money and there's nothing wrong with that. And I love what I do, but adding this extra layer in where I'm not having to be as present yet, I can still be very supportive and there's systems in place that will allow me in the future when I birth my child into the world to have flexibility, to be able to take a step back and still have beautiful income coming in. So looking at all of these things, spirit planted these seeds, spirit planted these situations and lessons for me. And I could have ignored them, but especially because I have the awareness now, I knew, oh, there is something that I need to explore here. And what's interesting is that a couple months prior to this, I was looking at a different network marketing company that was, it's low ticket network marketing. Um, and I was looking at it and I was like, yeah, some extra income in places where, you know, I'm just recommending something and I'm not having to put as much time effort in would be beautiful. 
And what that did, now that ended up not being aligned for me because I ended up just reacting to some of the products. It just didn't agree with me much as, and there's nothing wrong with the products. I actually really like them. It just, my body was like, nope, it's, it's not for you. But what that did there is it planted a seed for me to be open to something like network marketing to add into what I am doing with coaching, to add into providing a business opportunity for someone so that they can support their family, whether it's something they want to turn into full-time or whether it's just additional income. And diversifying, especially at this time, especially as we go into a recession, is incredibly important. We need to diversify so that we can support ourselves. And the more that we can support ourselves without being dependent on others, then the more freedom and you know safety we have and safety is is about different perceptions because some people feel safe in a job other people feel safe in entrepreneurship kind of depends on the way that you want to look at it but diversifying is really important especially in the times that we are in so that first network marketing company that did not align with me opened me up to look for other opportunities when they presented themselves. And again, I didn't jump into this. I wasn't just getting blown away by the excitement and the flash of things. I really sat with it. And I went through several hours of really understanding what, like, what is the product? What is the opportunity? Am I actually aligned with this? It was not a quick decision. And you know, now I'm, I'm moving into this and then spirit dropped me ideas for the sovereign woman summit. And now moving forward into, you know, January, there's, there's so many things that spirit is showing me and bringing, bringing to me because I am open and I am ready. And I'm also willing to see the breadcrumbs or those seeds that have been planted and then take action on them. I could have ignored all of this and I probably wouldn't be doing the summit right now that's going live in December. I probably wouldn't be with this company that I'm starting to build this additional business with so that I can support myself and others. You know, I, I wouldn't be doing these things because I would have ignored the signs. I, there's still parts of me that would very much still be in that lack energy that was stuck in the mold. <laughs> so beautifully, all of these things happened for me to guide me. And it didn't mean that there weren't frustrations. There were. And it didn't mean that there weren't hard lessons because there were. But they hit so differently now. And I also don't get taken out by them. I can acknowledge them, be with the chaos, but not of the chaos and receive them and move forward. So in your life, I want you to look at where spirit guided you onto a certain path. Maybe it was working with a certain person. Maybe it was learning a specific thing. Maybe it was going to a specific place. There's so many things that spirit will do to put us on the right path. Even listening to this podcast, there's a reason why you're sitting here listening to me tell you about these breadcrumbs and these seeds because there's something in this that you need to see and hear and witness so that you can look at your life 
so that you have a better understanding. So that now when seeds come up in your present, you can recognize them faster. And then you can actually sit with them and explore them and take action when spirit guides you to take action. And also know that sometimes spirit guides us to take action on things that aren't permanent, like that first company. Spirit guided me to take action on that, but it wasn't meant to stay. It was meant to bring me to, closer to something else. Just like back when I was a beach body coach, I wasn't meant to stay there, but it beautifully brought me into alignment and onto the path of spiritual coaching and life coaching. But I needed that step first. So go take a look. Take a look at your life. Look for those gifts. Look for those seeds. Look for the patterns of who your soul is in this lifetime. Not your labels, but who your soul is. Because labels will change, positions will change. But who you are at the core will not. It will evolve in, and, and deepen, but it's not going to change. I've been a healer and a teacher, a guide and a leader from the time I was a child. The labels and the, the, the secular 3D world roles that I've taken on have changed throughout the years, but that soul role has not. So what are your soul roles? What is spirit guiding you towards? What is spirit asking you to step into or change? Where is spirit asking you to trust? Look at all of these things because the answers are there for you. And if you are not finding the answers, then get support. And if you're not feeling really called to support and you just feel like you have to wait it out a little bit, trust that too. Because this year I had a huge waiting period. When I started working with the Akashic Records to now, there was a long time when I really didn't, I didn't create anything new. I wasn't doing podcast episodes. I wasn't really doing posts on Instagram. I was just kind of in the background. I had clients coming to me from referrals, but I wasn't really doing anything new because I had to be in this beautiful period of waiting, of integrating and that happens too. But if you are really questioning things or needing support, reach out to me. You know, I have Akashic reading services. I have healing services. I have coaching services. I have so many things that I can help you with. If there's something else you want to hear on the podcast, ask me and I'd be happy to speak into it. Follow spirit. Follow what spirit is showing to you. Be open to receiving that wisdom, that guidance. Be open to receiving the gifts of the past so that you can integrate them as, as points of power versus points of disempowerment. And get help. Get support. If you don't know what to do, get support. That's literally what so many of us are here for. There, I need support. I have coaches that I work I work with. I have mentors that I work with because I can't do everything by myself. And there are always going to be people that are ahead of me, just as I might be ahead of you. 
And that's the beautiful spectrum of growing and healing and shifting and changing and the evolution of our souls. So reach out. I'd be happy to chat with you. I'd be happy to work with you and support you. And like I said, if you want to hear something specific on the podcast, let me know because I would love to speak into it. Thank you for listening to this episode today, for witnessing my journey of, of evolution and for receiving the knowledge and the wisdom so that you can start seeing your journey of evolution. I love you. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode.